What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. This is Not, not Another, another damn, damn Podcast. Presented by Damn, damn Sales. Sales. What episode now? 143. Good, because I didn't know what these were. <laughs> <laughs> he had a shout out to the lovely jazz creator of J-Scope. Hey, girl. First fitness belt that covers your entire bit section and provides 100% comfort during your workouts. Yes. I saw you do your thing last weekend during All-Star. Yeah. Jazz repped hard, yeah. Absolutely. Nice, huge J-Scope weekend. That was what's up. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're back to our regularly scheduled programming, because... Got all that all star out of the way, pretty much. Which it was, um, it was cool, but I'm kind of glad it's over because it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of, and I didn't even do that much, and, I'm, and it was a lot. So I can only imagine. I got cast that had like 10, 11 events. I oh had my like gosh. a couple of events, yeah. So Yeesh. I can only imagine what they were going. Yeah, through. I saw some of my on timeline of people who um tried to go out to like the after party and stuff like that and then um the next everybody, day everybody. they was like they was oh. like oh i'm too they was like, i'm too old for this now. gotcha mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how it is mm-hmm. it's like we're not 25 no more like i always say jokingly but mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna put the cherry on top of my all-star weekend um somebody may or may not have snatched my all-star days <laughs> i'm not gonna go into the details on that i know i got a package missing <laughs> Somewhere but we're out detectives there. over here and not another damn podcast. We're going to get to the bottom of that. So <laughs> I, if I get an update on what happened to the package. And I wish it was J-pack, video because I'm doing the, the I am watching you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing that. <laughs> but no, though, seriously. Uh-uh. Well, we got a lot of places we can start here. Yes. um, We could start high since this just happened. um, And we are nearing the end of our Black Pride Month. You know, oh, I want to talk about the Image Awards? Yes, we can talk about the Image Awards since it, they did just, just go down this mm-hmm. past weekend. And we are nearing the end of February. So Some of the big names I want to shout out. Shout out Lizzo, first of all, Entertainer yes. of the Year. That was huge for her. That was. Shout out Riri. She got yeah, that. Um, the President's Award. Nice, yeah. yeah. And her speech. I was like, OMG, when she did her Say, speech. White people walk with us, basically. Exactly. <laughs> she called it out. and I was, And that's what you need because it's like, real talk. The Underground Railroad would not have happened if we didn't have white allies. Mm-hmm. So we need you to be our ally. Like, yeah, you so don't Martin know Luther our King struggle. Knew but... that. That's why he was like, he's trying to, yeah, I'm me with these presidents and all that stuff. Right. We you gotta, gotta have these. You gotta be with our us ally. To get a civil rights bill passed. Right. You can't just be out in the hood doing that. Right. <laughs> I gotta meet with these presidents and these politicians. Us black, like, we only just can't sell and cater and do stuff to us because. If we just only just concentrate on us, like, I mean, you can... Separate is not equal. They you tried can that. Make, you they can tried do that some things, Jim Crow but, separate, separate but equal. It was right. separate, but it wasn't equal. <laughs> exactly. They tried that in Jim at Crow. At all. It work. was not equal at all. <laughs> That's what Jim Crow was all about. Yeah. Separate, but equal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Separate, but not equal is what it really exactly. was. So. <laughs> uh, underfunded, underprivileged, mm-hmm. um, lesser quality, lesser quantity. Like, it was just mm-hmm. really just not... Mm-mm. And I'm glad that Rihanna called it out. She was like, look, walk with us. You know, you need to be there. Like, for us, you know, you see your friends, you know, we see us protesting. You be out there. You see us posting. You share that post. You share that tweet. You do mm-hmm. that. You do these things. How can you help? This is how you can help. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Yeah, Rihanna was dope. Um, shout out um, young Marseille Martin. Yeah! Three-time NAACP award winner. I love and I love it because like, every time like she went, like her face always just looks like I won. Like she always yeah. looks so surprised. Like I love her. She's just such a great role model. Like when me and Ari were watching it, 
And I'm like, that's a role model for you. I Black, was like, look Black up to her. got a low-key dope cast. They got do. Her and Yara. Yara. So they, well, both of them. And of course, Miss Tracy Ellis yes. Ross. Tracy, fabulous. Once again, one. Yeah. Fabulous. And Mr. Anthony, Anthony Anderson. Anderson yeah. Fabulous. Blackish dominated that yeah. show. And then everybody's Black Mama, uh, Jennifer Lewis. We love her. Lawrence Fisher. Lawrence Fisher. Yeah, they dope as hell. But I gotta get young. Dion Cole, shout yeah. out. Chi-Town. Yeah. Chi-Town right there. Yeah. yeah. We gotta get young Junior and Jackson awards now. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> get the boys, huh? The, the boys. girls are dominating. The we girls are dominating. Yeah, getting them boys some Right. Because the girls are doing more like Yara got her own show now and then yeah. Marseille's doing movies like the boys. And Yara is a spokesperson for um Coach, because yeah. I saw her ad for Coach. That's why they're uh-huh. getting more attention because they're doing yeah. more stuff now. Right. Mm-hmm. And Marseille is what the youngest um uh, executive producer in Hollywood. I think she's mm. is the youngest I now. Say prop. That sounds about right. So at fourteen years old, she's an executive producer. Mm-hmm. That's so bad. At, like you just think about how badass that is. This fourteen-year-old mm-hmm. beautiful black girl is just making moves. Just she's on her road to uh, be like she could be a billionaire in like ten years. She could. Look at she could be. She could be a billionaire. Riri's in 10 years. almost there. Yep. Like that Fenty shit, man. Fenty, yeah, and Savage, her uh, yeah. her lingerie, like her Riri makeup is almost there. Cause well, like she like she's over half a billion. Like, I don't yet. even wear uh, makeup there. like that. But when I saw Rihanna and I saw her makeup line, because it is really all inclusive, like it does cover every shade of the rainbow. It does, and mm-hmm. you need that, like especially us as African American women, we find it hard to find stuff. That looks good on our skin. We find it hard to try to fit into. So Rihanna saw a that, void she there. Saw she that. said, "Hey, I'm gonna jump in there." And with the savage, with the body stuff, it's like her body. Like she has, um, you know, stuff that goes and caters to light plus size. And it's like you don't see that all the time. Back to Lizzo. Liz, exactly. Yeah. See, Which no, I, we ain't do it this like, time. I like, I like all Lizzo. Together, I like yeah. what she has going with the uh, body positive because it is. Here's the thing with Lizzo. I think she'd be Lizzo no matter what size she was. Is like um, yeah, she just has just a uh, larger a than life, like no plan person, but she yeah. just has a larger than life personality. Just she's just yeah, she's just exuberant. If she was effervescent. She'd be the same as what yeah. she's like the size she is now. That's yeah, just she's her. just. Like, very charismatic mm-hmm. and confident. That's just who Lizzo is. Mm-hmm. And I like that because so many times, like, women wish, wish are she told... Perform, no, that been yeah. <laughs> so many times women are told that if you're not a size six, that you have to just sit in the back and be quiet. And it's like, who is, like... In Hollywood, size six is average. And that's very... I'm a size six. That's very small. Like, come on. I'm not average size. Mm-hmm. I'm just not average size. I won't even say so I am. Who? A white girl? Exactly. Like, if I go to Hollywood... I mean, Netflix, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Shout out AJ and Monique and Baby Boy. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, my mama Angela, mama Angela one. Oh, the legend. Living legend, what we yes, call her. I was like, yes. living legend, baby. And I love her too. Love Angela. Love her. Michael B. Jordan did his yes, thing. Woo! Yes. And Jamie. Jamie Foxx, yeah. And the way Jamie was just like praising Michael, like that, that's what that's what you want to see, you brother. Bring the next guy up, the yeah, next generation. That's what you want to see. You want, but so many times black men. We don't show that emotion. And I love to see that a black man showing that emotion and giving props to this yeah. brother. Like, this brother, this is my brother. I yeah. love you. That's Yo, what you want to see. Still waiting to see that Killmonger versus Electro. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen, man. 
Let's make it happen, Marvel. There you go. They both played Marvel villains. Marvel villains. <laughs> Two black Marvel villains right there. Mm-hmm. There you go. Because the way Jamie was just praising him and then Michael was just like, oh, you can see him just blushing like, man, like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was just a really it's a good night. Really good night. Shout out who didn't win, but um, the Breakfast Club was nominated. Okay. For um, because they air on Revolt, so they got nice. nominated okay. for. Um, I forget the category. Right? My bad. <laughs> Probably reality or something like that. <laughs> but they did get nominated. Mm-hmm. Shout out DJ Envy and his wife Gia. They did the red carpet. So mm-hmm. I started thinking. I started. I said, if they win, I'm part of the Breakfast Club because I claim to be a, an NAACP ah. winner if it wins. <laughs> I started thinking that. I was but like, that's part of you. Can I take credit for that too? Your accolades, right? <laughs> so I'm technically part of that show. So if technically, it wins, can I put that in my bio and see the NAACP award winner? Like, could I put that? <laughs> but it didn't happen anyway. So. <laughs> But DJ Amy posted a dope thing on his mm-hmm. page right after he said yesterday didn't win an NAACP award, but still walked away with the trophy. A picture of him and his wife. So you know, yeah, well, it. there it is. Yeah, and his wife oh, is not ugly. And so, yeah. then, look at them. Mm-hmm. All right, black Very handsome couple. Hashtag I like black it. Love. I like it. Yeah, they oh they looking like real uh, Barack mm-hmm. and Michelle in there. Okay, I see you. And then, um, of course, my favorite thing. Oh, Jill Scott when Jill came Jill out. Jill did all the classics. That was yes. dope. Because I may I miss the concert because right now she's doing her 20th anniversary of um, Who Is Jill Scott Volume One, which came out in 2000. Ago. Yes, and and she did. It got the, me through the college. way was one of the songs she mm-hmm. did up there, and she there. did. Do you remember me? Mm-hmm. And that had like a real D'Angelo feel because I remember when I first heard that I was like, oh, this is like D'Angelo. I was like, oh, I like this. But yeah, Jill was dropping, dropping that heat. Her did her thing with um. With um, Marley, uh, Marley. Uh, uh, I don't remember. Which I forgot Marley his first name. I forgot his name, but uh, he's one of Marley's uh, Bob Marley's children. Yeah, I know her. I know that song. That's the one she has with YG. Um, Slide is what's called. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know the name of the Marley joint. I don't yeah. really follow him like that. And then she, uh, <laughs> she did her thing. Mm-hmm. But then also the thing that always gets us when they do in memoriam and mm-hmm. you get to look back on the year because some people you may have forgotten have passed that away died early in the year yeah and then you look back and you're like oh the big ones of course everybody remembered like like kobe mm-hmm. just happened janae dubois we're gonna talk about in yeah. a little bit and um, uh nipsey like the big mm-hmm. ones everybody remembered. john singleton, singleton mm-hmm. the big name diane carroll the diane legend Car- yeah. Like, yeah like With the big other- names you remember some of the smaller ones oh i forgot about so. And as they were building, like I like um, that uh, when they showed John Witherspoon, he got like a real nice. Because uh, yeah. they were like, "Woo!" When they showed him, he told that bang, bang, bang. So got a nice one. <laughs> Nip got a nice one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, Paula Kelly is another one who recently just passed yeah. away. Peggy Leggy from um, Uptown. When Saturday I was trying night. to describe who she was, I was like, she was Ola E on Sanford and Son. And Mark was like, what? African. And I was like, she the one where I was, was like, when he was impress. African. And then he was like, okay. And then he still was kind of. And then when I showed her picture, he was like, that's Leggy Peggy from exactly. Uptown. Saturday night. Mark, Mark, Mark is Nozak. He saw that stuff when he was Ariana Day. So he knows that. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, why did you say Leggy Peggy? I was like, oh shit. Well, yeah. he's like, if you wouldn't have said that, I wouldn't do it with Leggy Peggy. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And then he started calling Liza. That's what I know her from. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see more in Big Percy. Let's go. He's like, thank you. My favorite scene. What she in said, he was like, she, uh, like, Richard Pryor, Sarkar Washington. He wasn't, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't no Richard Pryor. <laughs> 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 Richard Pryor played the fake ass on Private Eye. <laughs> That movie was lit, man. <laughs> they got the legends that were in that movie. Yeah. Like Cosby at Portier. 
Delafonte, Calvin Lockhart. It was um, like, Harold Nichols. Yeah, Harold Nichols. Mm-hmm. There's some legends in that movie. It was, yeah. It was Kind <laughs> of the late Paula Kelly's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was still around in that. Just Cosby and um, Portier and might Poirier. be it. That yeah, might be it. Might be it. Because I'm trying to think. It's probably some other smaller characters mm-hmm. that are still around. But yeah. And then one, like I said, like we just, and we're going to talk about Miss Jeanne Dubois. Absolutely, from that same era. And uh, for you guys, yeah, living under the, the rock, the, Miss Jefferson's theme. That's her. She wrote and performed. Move it, it on up. Fish don't fry in the kitchen. kitchen. That's her. That's mm-hmm. her singing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when you look back, Walona was such a great character, just in every sense of the word, because she was your fast auntie before it was a fast she auntie. She was the original fast auntie. She was your. Um, she gave tea before it was tea because Walona had all of it. Walona be like, James girl. Like, oh, here comes. <laughs> she'd be like, girl. It comes daily report. Like James would always like talk shit about her when she'd come and drop the tea. <laughs> and I saw TV. I think it was TV One. They did a nice thing on their uh, Facebook. They uh, basically did every uh, walk in of Walona. Because she'd always barge in. Walona never It was knocked. about six <laughs> or seven minutes long. It was like it was a, from every single Walona, episode she was in. Walona was Kramer before Kramer. There you exactly. Go. So there it is. It started with Walona, the barge in. <laughs> hey, girl. Just like, um, hey, Flo. Just like living, hey, Flo. Just like living single came before friends. Walona came, came before, before Kramer. There you go. She did it first, the barge in. You learned, Kramer. You and learned. Then Kramer did the barge in like two decades or a decade later. Something like that. Yeah, it was like about a decade. Urkel did the barge in too. Either. Urkel was part of that. Yeah. Yeah. The barge in. Like, character. Just never knock. Just right. walk you in. You have a key. Like, exactly. You lock your door. <laughs> you live in, was, you live in the pride. projects in Chicago, but you don't and lock Walona your door. In. Never saw her once knock like all those times. That was Cabrini Green, right? Yeah, the Yeah, you lived in Cabrini Green in Chicago in the 70s. Even back then, Cabrini was bad. Right. Like, <laughs> you did. One was decent. Right. Of like, uh, the projects weren't always as bad, but by then, they were pretty bad. They the were. 70s. Maybe yeah. in the 60s, they were okay. Right. Then. By the 70s, they were already pretty bad. By then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she would come in. Hey, they, they got worse by the time we hey, came Flo. along, but they were pretty bad in the seventies. And then she <laughs> also was a pioneer in this, where um, she adopted a child. So showing that a black yeah, woman, adopts a single, mom a single black woman yeah. adopt the child, and then she didn't have any kids of her own, so she adopted. And Penny was a, a preteen, yeah. so it's like mm-hmm. that was also kind of adopt unheard an of. Older kid, yeah, she was about adopted, what, 11, or 11 12? 12. Yeah, most people adopt babies. babies like right. she adopted an older kid. Exactly. Which is even now is still rare. Like people, because mm-hmm. people want to raise. They want people want the baby. Want to raise. They want the cute yeah, little the baby. baby you want to raise it, and they all like yes, yeah, like but you know, once kids a little older, especially the ones that are in the system, they usually get troubled. Right. So a lot of people don't want to deal with the troubled kids. They want the babies because it's less baggage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they like, show that on an episode of A Different World when um. Yeah, Freddie uh, and then we're running. Roger Gwenvier Smith. Yeah, his character. Some kind of um. Kid. Yeah, Alex, the little boy's name was yeah, Alex. Yeah, it was some yeah. kind of adoption fair or some shit. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. Everybody was trying to Everybody like, wanted adopt. babies and nobody wanted him. Yeah. Because he was like about nine or ten. Yeah, he was like about that. nine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, it was groundbreaking to see um, to see Walona adopt Penny, who was Miss Janet Jackson. Young Janet. And so then when I, when I first started like Janet, it was when I saw this. Your like, crush. Who, who is that? Yeah. Like, who's the girl? So I was, that was the first crush I ever had was Janet Jackson. 
There it is. Janet Jackson. Jackson, if you're nasty. My first crush, my earliest memory. First time I liked the girl was her. So now you gotta you know, tell when you her. When you first, you first, the girls are icky at first. That's the first girl I liked. I was like, okay, I like So you. now you gotta tell her when you meet her. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you're my first crush. And she ever. probably go, aww. <laughs> hey, she wiped Kendra's tears. Yeah. I, I ain't gonna cry like Kendra. <laughs> I'm gonna try not to. <laughs> well, if Janet give you a hug and a kiss on the cheek, you'd be like, uh. <laughs> I got a hug from Thelma. So now I gotta get one from Penny. Ah. Get one from Thelma when she was at the station. So there you go. <laughs> Goals prize. Mm-hmm. But yeah, though we um we do remember Miss Janae Dubois slash Miss Walona Woods. And some of the best, like, cause as a whole, mm-hmm. season five was pretty much trash. So good time. <laughs> the best episodes were the introduction of the of Penny, Penny character. Yeah. The, the four there was a four part episode mm-hmm. where they introduced basically the entr- from her introducing to like Walona take, taking, taking her, her in yeah. taking custody of her and yeah. like the, it was well written because like um, even like Penny's biological mom made, played by Chip, Chip Fields, Fields yeah. who was Kim and Electra's Fields mother mm-hmm. yeah. yeah she um she made her sympathetic you could tell that she was a young mom and like yeah. she was figuring it out mm-hmm. so she probably came from an abusive home like right. so she abused her kids it's right. like yeah so it's um and that's the reference well, of uh, whenever you see a child get burned by an iron, that's the good yeah, times good reference. Times yeah, Penny's mama pulled the iron, and the young Janet was like showing her acting chops. Yeah, no, mama, no, please, mama, I'm sorry. Please, I'm you sorry. see the tears welling up. I'm like, okay. And then Janet she burned her acting chops. That's and then she almost broke her arm, and mm-hmm. just really bad. Just this is a great art. But then when she gave her speech, it's like um she had her monologue about like well I didn't got. I outside my end coming to help like she had her like monologue mm-hmm. it, it, it brought some sympathy on her character yeah too. and that's how well written like, that's that how you say you know that a person the character like, was a good, well written yeah. a good bad guy is one yeah. that you can empathize mm-hmm. with also because mm-hmm. if it's just like handlebar mustache <laughs> that's yeah. not a good bad guy when she finally not. just walked out because she said I can't do it it's like right. yeah, I I can't offer nothing for you. It's right. like, I got to get myself right. So that's mm-hmm. why she ran out on that. Yeah. And John Witherspoon was on an episode when like they uh, raided her house. They brought character back. And they raided. That, char- that episode I didn't care for as much. <laughs> the original episode. I was like, John you know what I'm <laughs> that one was like, they could have kept that one. But <laughs> well, dude, dude once mentioned Pops, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Which they also starred on, on Wayne's Brothers, and they do blah, played Grandma, Sean and Marlon. Oh, yeah, grandma. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. he was a grandmother, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were connected again. Yeah. yeah. They worked together years later in the 90s on mm-hmm. Wayne's Brothers. She also um, played Grandma on the PJs as well, too. Yeah. PJs was, um, PJs was the Boondocks before the Boondocks. It was, yeah. It was kind of that. It was, um, the world wasn't ready for PJs at the time. That's why I think it flopped. Right. Because um, it was like it was basically about growing up in the hood. Up in it's the like, projects, yeah. Like so Eddie PJs Murphy was the project. Was the, um, yeah. Protagonist. Um, I think. Um, what's her name? Um, Loretta Devine. Loretta Devine was a mom. Yeah, she was a mom. Mm-hmm. Janae Dubois was grandma on there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I, I, the PJs was dope. Man, it's and they one had, of shows you should and probably they had a dope song with Q-Tip it. and Rafael Sadiq. Yeah, nice soundtrack. That was yeah. a dope song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get involved. Get involved. Yeah. Still beats to this day. I that's still love the DIQ. Still yeah. beats to this day. Mm-hmm. Look it up. It still beats. <laughs> but that's one of those shows that people weren't ready for. It nah. came out like the mid nineties, yeah. So if it had come out a decade mm-hmm. later, people would have like when Boondocks came. And then it was like the cool because it. it was like the death match, like celebrity, because it was like the claymation. So yeah. it was like mm-hmm. 
You know, I, I like different type of animation. I remember the show getting criticized yeah. a lot. I remember they liking did get, it. I was like, I think it's pretty good. Right, because I watched it and I thought yeah. I didn't see anything wrong with it, but then people were like panicked. The critics mm-hmm. were like, it was so bad. I'm like, I don't see. Mm-hmm. And even some of our people were trying to say it was like demeaning. It's like, how is it demeaning? I'm, this is, so, you should, so that's Nick, Nick, Nick's going to you know, leave it at that. <laughs> I love tearing down your own people. That's what I'm saying. All I keep on saying, I don't see uh, Italians getting mad about Sopranos. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have any Italian American friends here? DJs comes on they don't get mad at oh. the Sopranos. Forget about it. Us look bad. Right, they don't get mad about that. You write about what you know and what you see, and mm. like, well, I said, it had a talented cast. I thought the show was pretty good, but that's just me. <laughs> um, where we go off? Um. Do you want? <laughs> we could touch. I on got this. a couple of. <laughs> we could touch on this silly shit real quick. <laughs> What's up? Since uh, she's kind of, you know, image aware. Like you know, she's done the Soul Train Award several times. She's hosted Miss Badu. Miss Badu's. Uh... <laughs> Did we talk about this? Oh no, we we touched. We on touched it. on it, but. It got released because she was just in the talk saying that she was uh, in the, the process in, of releasing her vagina her vagina incense ca- uh, incense and it's called Badussy. Mm-hmm. Badussy. Badu's pussy. Yes. She so Bernie Mac pretty Mac. much. And Hope the state of Bernie Mac is a cut of this. <laughs> Mac family, y'all need to get in on that shit. I think it's what it said. Badu like the way it looked like it looked like it said Badussy. I was like, that's Bernie Mac. But uh I really hope they get a cut of that. <laughs> so Erica released her vagina smelling incense and 19 minutes after it went live, sold it sold out. I don't know what clowns bought that. So apparently somebody bought it up in 19 minutes. A bunch of perverts out there. My thing about that whole I hope situation. Whoever has, if somebody has this, if they follow me at Ozman the Wizard, because <laughs> I just want to interview Common and that light that's like, hey, does this remind you of anything? Light it in, I want to, I'm going to light it in front of Common. Like, is this a Roman or anything? Yeah, we feeling nostalgic right now. <laughs> and he starts saying, "There are times when you need." Yeah, he starts singing. Um, <laughs> what's the um? Um, come man. close. Yeah, no, no, no. What's the one? Um, love, love my life. life. That's, that's the one. Say, like, what's the song they did back then? I said the light because they. Uh, she was in the video she for the light with him. Man. Yeah, she was in the video the for the light. Love life. my life was one. Of yeah, they did that song together. Yeah. <laughs> But um, my thing about the whole instance is, is that, and and like the way that she's like quoted and saying, she's like, well, people say that my stuff changes men and everything. So my whole thing is don't buy into your hype. It's like, I'd rather just be a myth than make my myth a reality. I think it's funner to just be like the myth of like, does Badu change men rather than me put it out there and like, yeah, you can see if I change men. You see what I mean? Let the myth just live. Let what live. this tells me is that Badu might be having money problems. It's a money grab. That's what I'm looking at it at. Good, because of the answers they said it was like $50 a pop. It's a money grab. That's what I'm looking so, at. I don't know her finances or nothing like that, yeah. but it's been a long time since she had a hit record. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So um, the music business is pretty shady. I don't know what her deal was. Like, shout out Khalees. Like, she had a pretty shitty deal. Early. Mm-hmm. Badu's first deal could have been crappy, too. I don't know. It's like, yeah, so. Right. But dude might have needed the money. It's why she did this shit. I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there, speculating. She could have be sitting on millions. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it could have been a money grab. I know a thing that she has been doing. They said that since she stepped away from music, they was like she has been uh, being a doula. 
Like she is doing that, so she's helping women um, birth their children. Yeah, and that though, and that fits right into like you know, I was like, I so can see that her being a doula. Can you imagine like you know you about to give birth and then Erica Badu mm-hmm. is your doula? Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. She did put that video out a few years ago singing on the street. She made like five dollars or something like that. So maybe <laughs> So that video started when she really trying to sing up some money. I don't know. I think she made more than Brandy at least because Brandy did so, so there you go. So what's up with all the nine, Mike all Love. the nineties? Yeah, Mike Love wouldn't have even gave her a dime and shit. Yeah. Mike Love would have asked her for some money. <laughs> and I hope he hears this. He probably he will because he listened to shit. Listen to our dope ass levels and shit on this podcast. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mike Love, by the yes, way. Uh, Happy birthday. 54. Yes. I saw you with the Horace Grant jersey on you for your profile ooh. pic. <laughs> yes, five, four. Ooh, ooh. But yeah, happy birthday, Mike Love. You should um took a trip to Vegas at Studio 54. There you go. See, Just 54. make it 54 all around. Make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> what else is 54? I don't know. I was about to think of something. I can't mm. think of nothing now. I know you had the Grant jersey. That's what it's like. I'm yeah, old, so I know. That's why I got it. Yeah, because I got the reference where I saw Grant. Yeah. I was like, yeah, fit Grant. And then somebody put a gif of Horace Grant mm. <laughs> looking like shaking his head. But uh, I think that Badu should just... Shout out Jack Haley, too, who wore that jersey for one game. No, no. (laughs) He wore it for one game, so he did. It's Horace Grant's number. Exactly. Jack Haley wore it for one day. He's a buster. He played one game. (laughs) But I think that she should... Rest in peace. (laughs) Jack Haley, too. (laughs) No. I think that she should have just left it alone. I think it was a money grab. I think <laughs> she should have just left it. Because now it's like, now the myth is not, it's not a myth anymore. You know what I mean? It's fun to just speculate about her. So now people are going to light it like, I don't feel nothing. Yeah, right. I don't get it. <laughs> Before right. you wondered, it's like, okay, you get some of that. Like, mm, like yeah, what, what's really going to happen? Because you said I, you, I looked in her eyes. You looked in her eyes and you said that. 2004 grand. <laughs> you almost got hypnotized. <laughs> We're walking in together. He said she looked here. Yeah. <laughs> I see a giant fro, and I look. Oh, Erica, and she heard me. I guess so. She looks. She smiles, and I was like, okay, yeah. You didn't look too long because you would have got trans. Then I could have been walking around in crochet sandals, and I'd have went after that. <laughs> I'd have got me some. <laughs> no, but you would have been weird as hell right now. I'd have been singing "Love of My Life." <laughs> I was gonna have the braided beard with like the bead on the bottom. <laughs> Look at the locks with the blonde tips and shit on them like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I probably would have died. You know, a little like right? blonde they put on. You know, when they like, dip who are them, you, Eve? You dip your dip your braids. Who are you, Oz? <laughs> My name isn't Oz anymore. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Want to talk about um? Who's guess who's back? Back again. Blago's back. <laughs> Out of <friend>. jail. <laughs> Blago's back. Yeah, President Trump he um pardoned Blago, yeah. so he's commuted him. Yeah. Mm. And then I, <laughs> when I saw that, I didn't get why all of the black people on timeline were celebrating this. I said, y'all must not remember what a fucking douchebag this guy was. <laughs> Y'all don't remember the Blago I remember from back in the day. And my thing that I just keep on when I talk about Blago, because because Blago. Blago was before I became a state worker. Because mm-hmm. by the time I became a state worker, Pat Quinn he was, was my governor. Then, yeah. yeah, he was my governor. But Blago but, went to jail post Obama. Exactly. So Obama, he tried to sell he Obama's seat. The seat. That was like, so it was like 09, 010 when all of that was going on. Right. It was way before you started with the state. Yeah. yeah. So it was like right before I like kicked mm-hmm. in or whatever. But um, <laughs> my thing I always say about Blago, 
I was like, I don't think, should he have went to jail? Absolutely. Should he have gotten 14 years? I don't think he should have gotten 14 years. Because I think that that was a little bit long. I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> I was like, I think nice, that was, nice to see a white man get a longer sentence. Like, I don't think that. Because, I mean, it's like. Typically, it's us. We get them unfair sentences. Because, so I, I mean, it's like, it's real people doing real yeah, crimes that deserve to. You know what I mean? Like, you're I taking the spot from, like, real criminals. That's why I'm like, let's send real criminals in. Him getting the eight years, I'm totally fine with that. So, him getting out, I'm like, okay. I've always said this about Blanco. Like, yeah, he was a little crooked, but all of them are crooked. So I was like, he tried to sell Obama's seat, which was crooked, so... That's his Illinois politics. He was all, He's a little crooked. That's why um, George Ryan, before him, he did a bit because um, he <laughs> right. was taking bribes. And shit. Yeah, he was a little crooked. <laughs> but he did get the children. He he was the one who um put to all the children to have uh, medical. He did push that blocko. So, I mean, so that's a good thing. I said that's like a good thing he did about pushing for the kids all, all to get medical. All something good. All politicians do something good. I'm thinking presidents like Blago. Can you imagine President oh, God. Blago? Yes. Yuck. What a clown show that would have been. <laughs> what if he had run instead of Obama? But then he came out and his hair was white now. I was like, okay. He got like the little, he got the still plush hair, but it's white now. I was like, okay. So he couldn't afford his hair to die in prison. That's why. Because it's totally white, but it was still it, there. It probably was white then, but he was dying. So, I mean, way. maybe that is all his hair, because I thought it was a rug. I, I've been saying it was a rug, but then it was still was like the same thickness, but it's white now. Well, I'm saying I remember oh, him no. being an arrogant douche back then, and he proved me right. And he went on Anderson Cooper. So. <laughs> yeah, why is it Cooper chair? I was like, this is the blago I remember. Like, I was like, well, I don't know why my timeline is celebrating. This why dude. did I remember being an arrogant dude? Why did, my thing is, why <laughs> did Anderson Cooper hand him his ass on live TV? I, I just, I'm, I'm I just, I want to on this podcast. It's never, it's not going to happen. But I would love it. But guess again, I'm tagging his ass. <laughs> he might not even have social media. Won't need to go to jail again with social media out there. Then I'm I'm it, sure was it, was. it was in his infancy. It was in his early stages. Facebook was in his early stages. You finding his douches, yes. But Blago, when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh. When uh, Anderson Cooper went in on him. Mm-hmm. And then Blago tried to do the thing about that. Jesus. Yes, I know about I know about the thing because like. He claims he compared himself to Nelson Mandela. No. What the fuck are you talking no, about? When he said, no, when he said the thing about that, he's a prisoner of um, what? A political prisoner. A political prisoner. Like, <laughs> all your shit had to try to get away with something. Like. And then people just keep on saying white privilege. Example, white privilege. Like when you when someone asks you what's white privilege, just show them that. That's your example. That That's your example. He's like, because I, I understand the conditions of prison because since, since I've been there and this and that and the way he was like trying to talk about. And then Anderson called about saying that, yeah, but when you were governor, you could have uh, gave clemency to like uh, people with lesser clients, but then you didn't do that to, black, to, to black and brown people. Facts. You talk about the black and brown people try to serve and help the black how and brown many, people who are in jail. How many people did he give clemency when he was governor? Exactly. Of George was, Ryan cleared death row like before he went to jail, so he did his part. <laughs> I was just saying, everybody's on death row like he he cleared death. <laughs> He commuted. He cleared so out. He death said row that he yes, and that and he said he was a political prisoner. Doing anything like that? I laughed out loud when he said that. I was like, "Get the hell out of here!" How do you think that you're a, uh, that you're any type of like you're a sacrifice? Like you're a sacrifice? Like that you you suffered? Like yes, I suffered. I know it. I can like, go on record and say, <laughs> which a lot of people oh I know can't gosh. say, I never once voted for that dude. <laughs> I go record because during the primaries, which I was still living in Illinois when he first ran, because then when I moved to Indiana temporarily, 
Right. When the primaries, I voted for another candidate. I didn't vote for him. And then by the time the general, I was already gone, so I didn't vote that general. By the time I came back, um, I knew he was a deuce. So I didn't buy, ah. I voted for his opponent in those elections. <laughs> by the time I moved back to Illinois, like oh five, yeah. So I had at least one election in there. I think I think oh six because like yeah, I think I voted it was one election. I voted for in him and I voted for his opponent. Well, I don't even remember who it was. Blocko. I know I didn't vote Not Blocko. <laughs> so I said I could go on record. Honestly, said I never voted for Blocko. At the end, when Anderson Cooper dropped it, he said, "Well, you're you're, you're on bullshit." Basically, he said bullshit. <laughs> Cause like I had to do a, I had to do, I, I'm sorry. Did, did he just say bullshit on TV? He was like, "You're on bullshit." Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but for you to, but, I hope that, but for all, you to gotta, out, all you gotta do to complete it now is create a Twitter and go and say, "Hello, Twitter world." Hello, Twitter world. <laughs> like, like OJ when he got out of jail, he nobody. created Twitter. <laughs> hello, Twitter hello, world. Twitter world. <laughs> nobody, absolutely nobody. He got like a million followers in like one day. I'm not following him, but a lot of people. Oh, are. I'm still. I refuse to follow OJ Simpson. I might follow Blago just for shits and giggles. And then he had the press conference in his living room after he got. Like, he's like he is like such he's a dick. He's a dick. <laughs> Fucking douche, man. It's so bad that you can't help but laugh. Like all you can do is just laugh. You can't even get mad. You can't even get mad. That's why it's funny now because uh, obviously, like then again, Mary and Barry got back in the office, so anything's possible. (laughs) Because Blago's career, I'm pretty sure, is over. So it's funny now. If he runs again, then it won't be funny. But I'm pretty sure his political career is over. Like I wouldn't. If anybody vote, what's the name tried to run again? With Mel Reynolds <laughs> against Jesse Jackson, whose career also is over Jesse and Sandy. <laughs> He's Illinois fucking politics. I'm saying, whether it's Mel Reynolds, whether it's the Jacksons, whether it's Blago, whether it's George Ryan, whether it's William Beavers. That's why I was so nervous about Obama. I was like, well, eight years with no scandal. Eight like, years Thank no God. scandals. Because yeah. I kept waiting for the scandal. Because Illinois politics, I said, well, okay, year six, we good, year seven. And finally, I was like, okay, any minute now. I, was, minute. I knew something was just going to come up in his past that he did while he was in Illinois as a senator. <laughs> so or when he was a um, community <laughs> community <laughs> organizer, there, I knew some bullshit was going to come out. Is going to come out? No affairs, yes. <laughs> some, no uh, bullshit, yes. Cricket, did he take money from somebody? And <laughs> right. Did um. Did, did the clan bribe him? I knew it was some dumb shit. I said, something <laughs> is going to happen. It's like, but it didn't. I'm like, thank God. Because like, <laughs> Illinois politics ain't shit. <laughs> At Illinois, they said that um, that Chicago got voted the most corrupt city in the state. <laughs> no surprise there. And was it raped in the uh, country? Shot Shot, what's his name? He's got his ass out of there. <laughs> Rahm Emanuel. Rahm Emanuel said. Especially when that started hitting the fan with Rahm, because that was Barack's boy, said, please don't let nothing come out of Barack. When Rahm got the fuck out of there, he mm-hmm. said, okay, like this, <laughs> he felt that hammer coming down. Said, I think that's why he got out so fast, because like Rahm, Rahm would have easily won again. He, he would have easily won. Yeah, like. He easily saw, like, won. Like, you think. Lori Lightfoot had a chance against Rom. No, Lori like, or um, Bill Daly, what's her name, Preckwinkle? Yeah, no, hell people. no. <laughs> Queen McCarthy, Sugar, McCarthy, no. like none of these folks would have. None of them would have won at all. But the fact that he just like he just abruptly, said, and I'm no, like, I'm not running for a third term. All them other candidates like hmm? Willie Wilson said, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> all <laughs> of them Wilson said, I'm on run. Well, I'm on run. And still lost. <laughs> You can't beat Lori Lightfoot. You suck. Like, <laughs> Willie Wilson doesn't ever need... And, uh, nothing against Lori, but she's, nobody knew who she was. Willie Wilson been running for mayor for years. 
And she came out of nowhere and won that shit. <laughs> so I think Willie Wilson just needs to retire from politics. Willie Wilson just needs to do what he son. does. Like, I mean, he, he does his philanthropy stuff. And I appreciate all the stuff he does and everything. The good and the hood. Just keep doing that. Do what you do, bruh. And I know this is not a political podcast, but it's political season. So it's we're going to talk some shit yeah, about this. So is. shift gears to the Democratic primary. Yes. Looks like Bernie Sanders <laughs> took um, Nevada. Yes. So... They didn't. They didn't job him on that one. It's like, yeah, because they said that they said he that probably he was, won Iowa, but like they didn't. They, yeah, they, they cheated. They gave it to Buttigieg. I think he probably really won that. Yeah. They don't want Bernie to get that they, nomination. Because they was like, yeah, they was like Buttigieg just beat him out by like two points. No, and he that did. could be like a um a computing error. Exactly. So like that's pretty no, much a tie. And then he he won convincingly New Hampshire, and then he definitely won um Nevada, Nevada because it was like he was more than um. It was like more than double. They called it for him early. Yeah, like way early. He said, "Oh yeah, Sanders is taking Nevada." Like yeah, because it was early. like it was like, like probably like halfway through the count they called it for. Yeah, him. and it was like uh, people uh, in our age group. They was like uh, six out of ten and voted for Sanders. People mm-hmm. our age group, yeah. So, but this is starting to get really interesting. I still don't know who's gonna take this Democratic nomination. It's um burn, baby, burn. Come on, let's burn. <laughs> Bernie, burn, I think, is probably baby, the burn. one that's um. Least corruptible, I would say. All yeah, because like it's ones, like yeah. nothing that really. Like, I mean, like 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 by no means, no one is perfect. Yeah, we no, want to no candidate is perfect. No candidate they is all perfect. Got skeletons. But it's like Bernie. When you look at Bernie from 1975, 1985, 2005, you look at him. He all like everything is still the same. Like his whole view about. We need socialism. He's always He's been on the same um, thing. He's been progressive. He's the been whole progressive time. the whole time. Where there's Mike Bloomberg's ass. No, he was the he was Stop re- and Frisk. Yeah. And you know he was the Republican mayor of New York. Now he's running for president as a Democrat. I'm just saying. <laughs> and then which McCall's <laughs> ass, um, now he's trying to endorse uh, Bloomberg uh Clint Eastwood. Now he don't left the Republican Party yeah, because he don't he, like Trump anymore now. <laughs> but then again, he like lectured the empty I talked chair. Talked to the chair so. about hey, Mr. President he about talked Obama. To us. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was just going to see now. He thought Obama was really sitting there. I think. Yeah. I think it was the senior moment. I think, yeah, was, I do. That was the senior moment. Uh, Clint Eastwood is like eighty now, so he was like seventy <laughs> then. It's like <laughs> he's like yeah. So, Mr. President. Tell me what your foreign policy is. Because <laughs> it didn't bode over well. Because I mean, and he thought that shit was cold, but it bombed. Like even like yeah, only people that liked it were like Fox News, but they're senile too. So like, <laughs> everybody else was like, nah, that sucked. <laughs> it bought worse than GP at All Star Weekend on the roast. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because he was terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, GP bruh. was terrible. Yeah. Nah, bruh. <laughs> that shit was awful. But um, no though. But Bernie, if you look at his uh. His history, like Bernie, you can look up that he was um, on the front lines of civil rights because uh, he actually got arrested at University of Chicago when he was out for a demonstration about trying to get equal rights. He was out there and got arrested protesting. Mm-hmm. He was out there marching with like the Dr. Kings and stuff. He was out there during yeah, he that was era. Out there and um, and you can actually see you can actually era. see pictures of him out with, there. With- with MLK and Jesse. Yeah, and with him and, and he had like the yeah. glass. you know, it's obviously Bernie, he's just a lot younger, but mm-hmm. he has like the, the, the black glasses on everything in the mm-hmm. picture and all that. But he has the same consistency about like I've always felt this way about something. Now where it's getting tricky at Mr. Biden. Joe Biden. <laughs> 
I think he's finished because was he, he's he's gaining no. They was like yet. he came in second for the Nevada thing because so he was he, the one who came up. So they said that he's um, he been getting his ass handed to right because they said the hat. They said had he not done well in Nevada, then that probably Biden probably would have dropped. That out. probably would have been it for him because he got pummeled. <laughs> he's been getting like pummeled like bad. And that's the guy who like um on the the polls before the it came up said the guy the most like the most. Able to beat Trump, he was the one. He can't even win a primary. Exactly. Like how you gonna beat Trump? Like, and especially the <laughs> other lady when she came out. What's her name? Begin with the K. The last her. She came out. No way. She was higher than Biden. I'm like, who is she? Um, who's her? Amy something. I forgot. Whatever her name is. Yeah. yeah, I was like, who is she? I was like, how is she higher than Biden? Yeah. But Biden, they was like, now he like has this story with like when he was like he was in South Africa and then he said that he was uh he got arrested and then he was in jail. And got arrested in South Africa. Oh, he blogged that shit during the during the Mandela <laughs> thing. Mandela's cellmate is what he claimed. Something like <laughs> I gotta get the whole story, but it's something where like because he blogged that because he did go on a trip to South Africa, and like they was like even in his memoir he talks about his trip to South Africa, but he never mentioned anything Mandela. about no. about going out protesting and getting arrested because he was like he he uh, protested against apartheid or something like that. I yeah, think that, that was big. Yeah. And, like, I remember when we were kids in the 80s. Yeah, apartheid, apartheid was a thing. Big. It was yeah, like it near was, the end of apartheid. Right, it was a I thing. It was yeah. still, yeah. Which is a, basically a form of slavery, basically, right. for those that don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, he said that um, he was out there protesting on the forefront of it and that he got, he became, uh, he got arrested because of that. And now he's saying this story now, but they're like, but. When you talked about this before, you never mentioned anything about getting jailed. You never mentioned. You anything. just mentioned I was in South. You know, I did my trip to South Africa. You never mentioned about um your political protest and because, political prisoner and all of that. Correct stuff. me if I'm wrong, but something like that had like wouldn't that be something that you would definitely talk about? Well, you, you would have mentioned that back exactly. in like exactly. That's, that's what I said exactly back during the um the vice presidential debate. You would mention that in your memoir because he wrote a memoir. The, the memoir you would mention even it in back there. when he was running that, he would have mentioned that. So it's like they was like they, people just find it peculiar that now you're just talking like now it's like you have this story about that you got arrested for doing a demonstration against apartheid. Yeah, Biden's finished. <laughs> and they're like, wait, what? What is that? Like, who? Uh, Andrew Yang dropped out. I yeah, saw I saw that. he He's dropped done, out. So yeah, no surprise there. Yeah. <laughs> People want that twelve hundred, whatever I want. People mm-hmm. want that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like every adult should just get twelve hundred. Mm-hmm. Which is a yes and no. It's kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't know. This is, this is a clown show. This thing. I think the best. Uh, I think the for me. I think the best ticket, which would be a good ticket that the Democrats, if they were smart, which they should do, is they should do a Sanders Warren ticket. Hmm. I think Sanders President Warren VP. I think that would be a strong ticket. Interesting. I think it would. Interesting. Because, hmm. I mean, Warren talked about them student loan forgiveness. Mm. So then you'd have two progressives or a, a hardcore progressive and a, a kind of a pro- progressive right. together. Because, yeah. I mean, we got to be real. Like, money is like people, everybody, everybody need money. Mm-hmm. Like, we, the majority of us is in that 98%. We ain't in that yeah. 2%. <laughs> We in that ninety eight. So black people vote your interest. We need money. Don't just pick the one you think that um at least they, don't don't be to pick the one that's not Trump. Vote your interest. Like who's gonna do exactly. the most for black folks? That's exactly. we into the voting booth. Have that in mind. Mm-hmm. Not like yeah, well at least they not Trump. Like don't vote like that. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> 
And then have, and then for you people, and this like is what's why. What's in it for black folks? And that might be I the always, name of the podcast. Exactly. What's, what's in it for us? Folks? What's yeah. in it for us? Because like we we nearing the end yeah. of a uh, Black History Month. Yeah. What's in it for us? Yes. That's when you went to the voting. Real booth, talk. Like that. It has to be that. Like we have to make it be like our voices matter. Our vote counts because too many times politicians, especially the Democrats, they look at us like, oh, well, we automatically have your vote because you're black and you're not going to vote Republican. Black voices matter. That's the name. I love it. <laughs> yes. Strong J. Strong J. Black voices matter. Black voices matter. They yes. do. Because like, that's the thing with um, the um, Democrats just take the black vote for granted. It is. Who and automatically like, going to vote because you no. see Democrat next to their name, no matter how... Like I said, if Bloomberg were to get the nomination no. or Biden, like black folks would still run and, and enthusiastically vote for that motherfucker. Right, don't do that. Like, <laughs> like, that's my guy. Like, no. Like, he sucks, man. <laughs> like, Biden kind of sucks. It's like, yeah, uh-huh. like don't just give him your vote. Ask, okay, what are you going to do for what black folks? What are you going to do? And make... That account hold them accountable. You said that you're going to do this. How are you going to do that? Yeah, why should I vote for you? Don't just say because you're not Trump. Why should I? Oh, and that's another thing. Uh, Elizabeth Warren also talked about reparations. She talked about mm-hmm. she's one yeah. That's like, what's your plan? You have a reparations she had me plan. She talked about she talked about school, like getting rid of these uh, school the the, mm-hmm. the student doing loan, getting rid of that loan forgiveness. She talked about reparations, mm-hmm. and. Like I always say, reparations. Like necessarily, I don't think it should be in the form of a monetary thing, but we like, should. Give me my forty acres. We That's should go saying. to college. That land is what I want. <laughs> give me some property. Mm-hmm. Give you a a, a seven fifty credit score. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. I said the college when I like that. Mm-hmm. If you're black in America, you shouldn't have to pay for college. Give That's me some, be part of reparations. Give me some apple stock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something like that. You know, something that you can. Mm-hmm. You know that can. Build. It's this book I've been reading about. Um, let me get the name of it. It's talking about yeah, the something that book. can build us because it's like it's still stuff. And then people keep up with slavery. We ended this not so long ago, but it's still we still have the effects of slavery that affected us today. The color of money. It's like this book the color I've been of reading. money. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, interesting. It's dope. They've been talking about um, it's yeah, the black banking and all of that, and like. Black ownership and all of that. It's just mm-hmm. like how that's what's gonna set us free, not all this clown shit. Yeah, because red line that actually happened. Red line and it's mentioned in the book. Like red line, that's a real thing. It, mm-hmm. it it really happened. It was like going on in our parents' generation. Like our parents can tell to tell us about red line. Mm-hmm. My mom told us about red line. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Yeah, so it's like it's stuff that happened that still can affect us today. Mm-hmm. So that's why it matters. Uh, speaking of. Um, Going with also with this history lesson, um, you saw that um, Oklahoma is now going to start teaching in their they school finally system. Gonna start telling the story. Black Black They're going to talk about it, and Which they are also mentioned in the book. I and they uh, are moving towards that. And I said this is a great move. I said, but now that Oklahoma is trying to get in there, I think that it should be told across the country. That's why it started universally there and then spread it. It needs to be it told. Happened there, let's start there. It needs to be told every in every school. Mm-hmm. It needs to be taught because too many people don't even know what Black Wall Street. They don't even know anything about that. The massacre start that happened there and spread it just like the Crown Act passed in California. Mm-hmm. Let's get that nationwide. Exactly. Let's which get you can't just switch. Like why? Why is that even a thing? Like who said that at the um, NAACP? Well, I think Anthony Anderson said it. 
Mm-hmm, I think he's like, so. Why is that a thing? Like, yeah, why, yeah, why yeah. Does it have he to be a he law? said that. Yeah, because they were yeah, uh, honoring. They were talking about hair love hair because love. the fact that hair love won an Oscar. And he, he mentioned the crown and how California passed it. It's like, but the fact that he had to pass it is some bullshit. It's like, right, basically. Why? Why is it legal to discriminate against white because of their hair? Right. Why do you have to put that? Why is that not just common sense? Why does it have right. to be a law in writing to say that don't discriminate against somebody because of their hair? That's dumb. Why does that have right. to be a like that? Right. That's dumb. That's how ridiculous. Like, it is like, when you break it that down. We that. have to put that in like people are so racist. We have to put that in writing to tell you that right. hey, you can't discriminate against somebody because of their hair. Mm-hmm. That's all dumb. The shit is. It's right. like I hear that comes out. Somebody my shouldn't have to tell you right. that. It's just common sense. Yeah, right. somebody shouldn't have to tell you that shit. So but, these kinks and coils that come out of my scalp naturally, I can't wear my kinks I wore cornrows for 15 years and refused to cut my hair. I only cut it because I wanted to. Mm-hmm. If it was a job, said I had to cut my hair. I was like, I don't want your job. Shove that job up your ass. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. I did that on purpose. <laughs> That's why I love the meme um, where it has, um, in my natural hair group, it has like the girl and then like, they're like, at the job interview, and then she has the flat iron, and it's like, when you get the job, and then she has to twist out. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Bait and switch. <laughs> Bait and switch. He started taking the knee. He took his he took his braids out. He yeah, started he rocking the fro. Cap switched that up. Yeah. Switched it up. Early in his career, he wore his hair he short. He wore his hair short because like and I then didn't... later he had the braid long braids. Yeah. And then near the end, he said, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna rock right, my." I didn't realize that he was black at first. And when he had the low haircut, you know, I just thought he. I didn't really yeah, like think anything. Caesar, like his early. I really didn't think like anything about him. When he played the Super Bowl the year when yeah. San Francisco got his name was. Kaepernick, Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick. How he looks and listens to his voice. Hi, I'm Colin Kaepernick. So a lot of people didn't think about his ethnicity. I didn't think about (laughs) his ethnicity. I really didn't. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, yeah, the black athlete. And I'm like, black. And I looked and I was like, Mm -hmm. I was like, I can can kind of see it. And then when he like took his braids and had the front, I said, yeah, Mm -hmm. power to the people. (laughs) Saw the fro, power to the people Mm -hmm. right there. But um, no, though. Cap got his memoirs he's working on. Yay. He's gonna talk all. I'm about, gonna read it. He's gonna talk about everything that happened pretty much since 2016. That's what I want to hear. Exactly how the protest started. Like, like the whole. I want to hear the whole story. Like everything. So now, so now when that comes to audibles, I know which I'm gonna use my credit on. <laughs> my, go, yeah. my free month credit. Yeah, the cat book. The cat book, <laughs> baby. Speaking of books, shout out LeBron James. He got a children's book coming out. Nice. It's um, I promise, yeah. Kids mm-hmm. book, so it's something to look forward for with Ariana and Khalil. You get that. Yeah, get that I to think them. I am going to get that. Yeah. LeBron is, um, you know, that's a big thing. Like I said, you do it with your kids, like reading with your kids. It's yes. a good thing to do. So LeBron is it putting out them. a book, yeah, about the. It definitely book, helps yeah. them. You mm-hmm. have to read to these children because mm-hmm. their vocabulary, like, you just see how they articulate. And mm-hmm. just when I talk to my children, like even my son now, like Khalil is, oh, he's talking to himself. Like he's like putting together his senses and he's not even too, like, the way he's mm-hmm. like, he's articulating himself and everything. I'm I like, okay. Earlier. He's like, hi, uncle. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> cause he'll tell you. Cause like mom, when she see mom, like that baby can say all this. And I'm like, yeah, I said, I talk to my children. I don't do the Google Gaga boo boo poo. Mm-hmm. I don't do all that. No, I talk to them. You're going to articulate your feelings. You're going to tell me what's wrong because I need to know. If something is going on, you need to be able to tell me what's mm-hmm. going on. So That's please read to your children. Words, uh... You please read to your children, people. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, I said, this is a sad thing that I saw. Since we're talking about kid stuff and mm-hmm. a part of our childhood is just gone. And I never got to experience it. Now it's only corn in Indiana. Indiana Beach announced that they are closing their park. 
after not nearly surprised. after nearly a hundred years, and they just said that it's just not going to open. They just abruptly closed it. It's not going to open up for like a farewell last season um, this summer. Once it's again, just, you just told the whole story there. It's closed. Never went there, so I'm pretty sure we weren't the only ones. Yeah. We hear those commercials all the time. It's more than corn more than in Indiana. Because in uh, Maya Shello, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because they're closing. I remember when Santa's Village closed years ago. Mm-hmm. I think they reopened like on a smaller time, small scale. I think scale. so, it was yeah. Like, yeah. Dundee, right? Yeah, yeah. Dundee. Mm-hmm. It's... Um, the um amusement parks are they they dying. It's oh, like, we're making money. It's Disney. <laughs> Disney is, yeah, they, and they, Universal Studios. Yeah, Disney is making millions. Uh, which one cause you want to pay still Six Flags? So Six Flags. They did a they, they pulled a um Best Buy. How oh, they were dying, but they kind of like rebranded themselves. Yeah, like, they're doing okay. Six Flags. Yeah. They rebranded them because it seemed like they were like on life support. Yeah, but they, they did. Um, they pulled out. Which like which happens? You mm-hmm. could be in a coma but pull out. That's what um they they Ric Flair that shit. I ain't dead yet, motherfucker. <laughs> Six Flags Ric Flair did. They yeah. did. Mm-hmm. They, they, they were like dying at one point, but it looks like they um they turned it around. And that's a good now, like Best Buy, because Best Buy seemed like they were on the... Yeah, Best Buy, because like Amazon was killing them, but yeah. then Best Buy rebranded. Mm-hmm. Say, okay, we're going to focus on um tech nerds tech now. Nerds, like, yeah. We're not just going to be a general market. We're going to focus on people that are into tech. Because like you this. can get yeah. your tech stuff. Like I said, we mm-hmm. still go and get stuff at Best Buy. We do. Most people use one of TVs, order that shit from Amazon, have it delivered. But yeah, it's like if you like really into like an, a, a gadget person, then okay, like tech mm-hmm. people, that's we, we're gonna focus on them. But uh, when I saw that, they was like, yeah, and they, the fact that they was like, it's just like because while it's because you know amusement parks are closed for the winter, where mm-hmm. they was like, yeah, never open. They're just again. not opening. Like they already started dismantling rides and rides, stuff, though. and I'm like. I think that they should have like had like a fair like have like a farewell thing, you know. But they mm-hmm. they like nope because I think it was open ninety four years I want to say. Mm. So they had nearly a hundred years that it was open, and I'm like I never got to go, and that's Nor just another I. that's just another thing that I'm like I wish you know would have should could you know. Yeah, we were supposed to um do it. We just never did. Yeah, because like um this my state the station i'm with they we would give tickets away to that all the time so we could have went for free we just didn't feel like making that drive to monticello yeah because i'm hard with my show from chicago it's a nice ride it's more than corn in indiana <laughs> yeah because i always wanted to go and check it out but at least what's the name is still open in rockford magic waters though yeah, which we they got part, for the summer. Yeah, they're part of the Six Flags family now, so they Oh, survived. nice. Yeah. So they survived. Okay. Six Flags took them over, so. And Ari said she wanted to go. Yeah, when she <laughs> went um, one time, yeah. yeah. She said, Mommy, can we go to the water park? I said, baby, it's winter. We're not going to the water park exactly. right now, they're baby. It's winter. Until, like, I think Memorial Day is when they opened. Because that's the unofficial. Like the end of May. Yeah, yeah, that's the unofficial start mm-hmm. of summer, Memorial Day. So I think they closed Labor Day, so I think that's when they open between those. Yeah, but sad news for us Midwest folks. Mm-hmm. So, so now it's down to um to Disney dominating, obviously. Yeah. Six Flags surviving and Universal then um, Studios. Universal. And then um who's the one the the company that owns Kings Island? They, oh yeah, that one. There's um, another company that owns parks and yeah. like around the country too. Yeah. Kings Island and um, Cedar, Cedar Point, Point. they all owned by the yeah. same company. That's like, Which is, I need to get to those. those are, that's the big four as far as um, with Disney being way ahead of those other three. That's the big four as far as like And I want to eventually though. get to Disney, but when the kids yeah, get Disney a little older. Yeah, the kids, when they get, because Ariana keeps on wherever they show the Disney uh, 
the castle. So yeah, uh, Magic Kingdom. And she's, she's like, like, "Mommy, I went out like, baby, I'm like, your brother's not big enough yet, and you got a plan for Disney. I looked up how much a family four costs to go to Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna start saving now to go in like three years. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna start saving now. Yeah. It's very expensive, so mm-hmm. you know, to do what you want to actually get the full. I'll rephrase that. If you want to get the full ex- experience, the full deal, if you just want to go and not spend any money and just... Oh, yeah. You could do it on a budget, but... <laughs> right. Why? But who wants to do that? Right. It's like going to a nice restaurant and just like ordering an appetizer. An appetizer like, and water. What's, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. It's like, why even go there? I'm going to with Chris. I'm going to get these, uh, mm-hmm. these uh, onion fries. <laughs> or going to a Bulls game. Or like we had said, All-Star and getting the, the SRO passes like that. Like That's when they say like Mm-mm. like Bulls tickets now because they suck. So like you see like said, starting at $20. The $20 tickets are the standard SRO. SRO, SRO yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You can get in the United Center for $20. Like parking I, costs more than $20. I ain't seeing $15. So, I like so that, they probably yeah. even came down even more because like they, they really suck. So it was yeah. like, like $15 you can get in starting. for like, yeah. Yeah. Said the parking costs twice as much as that. Exactly. Parking. It's like parking thirty dollars. <laughs> so you say, so you get a pair, a pair of tickets for the same price as park. That's how much the Bulls suck now. <laughs> Go Bulls though. Mm. Oh, you Bro, saw how they are because they looking at shaking up the front office. I guess I that flyer guard Pax Chan got to him on first take. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Bulls fans. <laughs> you know, we don't go for that. If it shit works, man, yeah. we don't go for that. Because they got embarrassed on the national level. Like, it's fine to chant that in town. is like, but mm-hmm. if you're on with Stephen A. And it was on national is, TV. And they started that they fire guard Pax Chicago. <laughs> Chicago is a mob city. We yeah. were founded by gangsters. Mm-hmm. Not not being funny, we were. But so, I did see Ryan's Dorf announced this on. week. It's like, yeah, he's um looking at making changes in the front office. It's like, well, I guess that chant worked. It's like, <laughs> they really do get fired. Then, hey. <laughs> and since we're talking about the Bulls, um, Players Tribune. Have you read the Players Tribune? Nope. Um, two former Bulls recently had articles in it. Eddie oh, Curry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie Curry article I read. Eddie, and Ben Gordon. And Ben Gordon. They both had hella stories. Woo! I have read both of those stories. You I didn't, read, I didn't, I didn't realize, both of them. I didn't realize it was Players Tribune. That's what it was, Players Tribune. I read both stories. Woo. Eddie Curry one of them was super Woo. Gordon's too. Woo, both Eddie's of them. Eddie's was even more tragic to me for some reason, but Gordon had a great story too. But both of them because you just, and my thing is, you just never know you wonder what someone's what going uh, to. They both going still pretty through. young guys too. Yeah, because they're like around my age. Yeah, they both still in their 30s. They're yeah, both, they're around my age. Yeah, like They could still be in there. If you look at Vince Carter's old yeah. age. Vince Carter's like my and, age. Uh, and still Carmelo playing. Anthony is still playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um, it's like, guys that are still It's guys around, that are yeah. like his age group that are mm-hmm. still playing. Is Jamal Crawford still playing? I don't know. He might be. Is he? Because Crawford got to be like 39. Yeah, he's, he's older than me. Like, yeah. Crawford got to be like near 40. But yeah. he, you can still use his shooting. Yeah. You can use his scoring. He's, um, other than Lou Williams, I'll say Crawford's the probably the greatest man. six man He of is, other time. than Lou Williams, like, yeah. Lou is probably the greatest six. Yeah, he the is. The goal as far as six man. Lou Williams is ridiculous. Lou is the goal. He's a ridiculous. Crawford's exactly. probably two as far as six man. Yeah. Because <laughs> he still got that, that crossover. Jamal yeah. Crawford got that crossover still. When does he still in the league? It seems like he is. He might yeah, just play for somebody that sucks, like yeah. Phoenix or somebody. Like Phoenix. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably who he's with. Washington. <laughs> I don't know what this up. Go no, ahead, but um, <laughs> who, he <laughs> who he played for? <laughs> Shout out! No, Charles. but um, a couple weeks ago it was Eddie Curry who um had his story first that I read, 
And basically, a what's it called again? The Players Tribune. Players Tribune. Okay, because um, I read both of those mm-hmm. articles. I just saw because they you know I follow a lot of NBA shit yeah, on, tw- on really Twitter and shit, stuff. and they both came up in my feed. Because Eddie Curry's story was basically saying about because he became a punchline. Yeah, like, and that's what he was talking about. Like, yeah, which like, it was like which I even got in on those jokes because like Eddie Curry, especially after he left the Bulls, he pretty much became a joke. He did, yeah. And that's just and it, and it wasn't my, my jokes really weren't directed directly at Eddie's more towards the Knicks. The right. Knicks ruin careers. That's what they do. They and when he went to the Knicks, that's when Eddie, like, that's when all the bullshit started. But there's a lot mm-hmm. of other stuff that was going on in his personal life right. during his time with the Knicks. It wasn't just the Knicks' fault. Right. So this time, I can't just blame Ed that on the Knicks. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff going on around and him. He just happened life, to be playing yeah. for the Knicks during that time. And then he just talked about just the tragedy. Like, I mean, we've seen it on, um, they did the reenactment on Fatal Attraction on, his um, baby mama. On, um, TV One, where, uh, his the mother of his uh, children, two of his children. Oh, and Jamal Crawford is not in the league. I okay. can't find him, so there it is. So, um, she was uh, murdered. Hey, is on um, buyouts. See, somebody might pick him up for a playoff run. Right. Lakers could probably use him. They need some help. Yeah. Go ahead. But uh, Jamal Crawford, uh, Jamal Crawford, uh, Eddie Curry, excuse me. Uh, his yeah, Crawford uh, seems like he's doing okay. His, Another former. Boy. Yeah, his child's mother was uh, murdered, and then his daughter was murdered also. Yeah. She he was said waiting. his son was in the house. Yeah, his happened. son yeah. saw when it happened yeah. or whatever. And then the fact that his son, because he was only like three, so his son didn't know what was He's going on. trying to wake her up. Imagine like you, Khalil was like trying to, trying to wake. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So he didn't know what was going on. So like he just like went and laid on the bed with them because mm-hmm. um he's thinking that they're like sleeping. So then mm-hmm. he just went and laid with them. Mm-hmm. And that's why initially when they came, they thought that he was harmed too. Them, yeah. But then they realized that he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And um, he talked about that. He talked about how people, like, you know, stole from him. Like, yeah, people, his close, some of his closest oh friends. Oh, my. Like, the stealing, like, the worst one that got me was when he said the person added their name on his life insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Who does that? I think, was that the same person that had the rubber stamp with his name on it? I think some, it, Yeah, because like, he was signed, like, yeah. They signing checks. They made a rubber stamp of his signature. Like so, they could like ridiculous. So they could sign well, sign checks. Well, I add my I add so, so I could get if something happened to you, I would get ten percent of of your estate if something happened to you. Mm-hmm. Why do you need to get ten percent of my estate if something happens to me? Well, broke folks think that all your problems are solved when you have money. Like no, your problems just beginning when you. Why have do money. you need to do that? And then he you talked have a whole about new set of problems that bro, yeah, your money they, problems are done. But like right, all the, your day to day stuff, like I don't have to worry about this light bill getting paid or this mortgage getting paid. Right, I don't have to like when I can just go shopping. I don't have to look at the price tag. Right, I just get like I want that. I want that. I want that. You don't have to right. look at price tags. Those problems are gone. But it's a whole new it's set. It's a whole of problems. new set of problems. And then um, he also talked about the gay scandal that happened. Because mm-hmm. like, I, I vaguely remember that. And then when he started talking, I was like, oh, yes. Because people were trying to say that he was gay, but he wasn't gay. And mm-hmm. it was just a lot of, like, just a lot. And when Sounds he, like what happened with Nick Cannon recently. Mm-hmm. And when he says. Orlando Brown. And shit, yeah. And when he says. totally ridiculous. For <laughs> and when he says the thing about he was like, you have to realize at the end of the day, when people make these jokes, like, we're still people. So when you put out this stuff and you know you think that you getting these for likes and you mm-hmm. you're make this is a real person this is a person with real feelings that you're dragging you're trolling you're trying to get your jokes in because you're a wannabe comedian or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be you're an influencer whatever you call yourself and then you do that and your then clown is what I call you. that's why I said <laughs> that I wish this was a video because that's why I did my air quotes whatever you call yourself and then you're actually doing this and then somebody is going through a real moment. Mm-hmm. 
And you try to do ha ha ha. You try to do it for likes, and then this person for is actually going life. through pain. And then on Ben Gordon's side, I had no idea about this because I just knew no, he had mental health. Problems. I knew just bits and pieces because I remember when he got arrested. I remember that when he got arrested in New York. Yeah, I remember Gordon, the another and- one. Like he's a guy who, right after he left the Bulls, his career fell apart. Mm-hmm. His was in Detroit is when it started coming off the rails with mm-hmm. him, and then he went to Charlotte, which careers really going to die. And I think Orlando was his last stop. I mm-hmm. say. But um, when he went to Detroit is when like he because. Hey, once again, he was our sixth man in Chicago, mm-hmm. and then it, well, he was um he was a big part of that seven game series with Boston, right? And um, the baby 09. bulls, yeah, baby bulls, the baby bulls, yeah. Like um like Rose gets a lot of credit, but Gordon was just just Gordon as was if good. not more important. Yeah, than Gordon that series. was yeah, Gordon was uh he was in there at the time. It was a one two punch. They at the time, I, was, I thought they got rid of the wrong guard. I thought they should have got rid of Crapton and Kirk then and kept Gordon. Like, but. A lot of people, people in Chicago, the Kirk's our guy, like Captain Kirk. I'm like, I think Gordon is more valuable. Yeah. His scoring, <laughs> so I think, and then they ended up getting rid of Kirk anyway. But yeah, I thought they got rid of the wrong guy because mm-hmm. like they, because like they had, they could only keep one of them because they were trying to like, you know, make the LeBron yeah, run a little bit later. LeBron, yeah. So if we resign Gordon, we're not gonna be able to have a max contract for LeBron and Wade and all of those guys. Right. Yeah. So, but. I said trade Crapton Kirk, and that's your Crapton. that's your max slot. He wasn't Crapton Kirk yet then, but I said if you have Rose, that's why I say you don't need Heinrich. That was my thing, right? And you see, Rose is a stud. Like Heinrich's days are numbered. Get rid of his right. ass. Gordon serves a purpose. He's just, yeah, the energy, the scoring off the right. bench, and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Heinrich, that's just like oh, we want depth. It's like you just that's a luxury. Yeah, you're doing too much. That's my thing. <laughs> but um, Gordon, he talked about um. You know, like, you know, when he got arrested, because he said that at one point he said every day he considered killing himself. Mm-hmm. And, like, I never knew that. Like, he was like, every day he said he would go up to, like, pacing on the top of a roof looking down and consider killing himself. Every day he wanted to kill himself. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you just never know what mm-hmm. someone is going through. And then he talked about how he got... um how he got uh, institutionalized, like how he got, you know, he got strapped yeah, down, he got, and because he got mental health. Yeah, because I remember when that happened. Cause they said that he was found with a gun. I remember when that story happened. That they said they arrested him, and he yeah, had the yeah. gun, and like that was when he was trying to get back into the G League and all that. Yeah, he had like a gun, and he was like I in his he, underwear, I think. I think he something. tried to sign with the Windy City Bulls or something. It was like when he was trying to get back mm-hmm. into the league, like through the G League, and then that's when all of that gun stuff happened. I remember yeah. that. But just looking at him and him putting it out there and talking about, you know, I'm being transparent. I'm sharing about my mental illness. You know, like, get your mental health checked out because he did the thing that, like we say, as black people, you know, you be like, oh, you don't need to be laying up. You don't need to be on no couch talking to white people, people talking to white people, listening to them wear a clipboard and talking to white people. Like, he talked about that. That's some white people shit. You need Jesus. Yeah, but it was really. Jesus. White, white, white Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> it was really. Uh, I love stepping on the white Jesus toes. People get so fired up over that. It was really good it's though. It was really good seeing that though. Just seeing him be transparent because he's like, I'm hopefully changing or saving someone's life now with me sharing my story. I'm helping somebody now. Mm-hmm. And that's all that you can do, like, as a person, like, yes, like, you know, we may go through these trials, these tribulations, these mess of things may happen to us. But if your story can help someone so it doesn't happen to them, mm-hmm. then that's a good feeling for you. Like, I share my story and mm. if it can help you, then good. Hey, 
There it is. We're just about done, I believe. Yeah. Before I go, I just want to say rest in peace going out to the young Pop Smoke murdered at 20 years yeah. old. Sad oh my story. Gosh. And rest in peace going out to B. Smith, 70 years yeah. old. So, a couple of deaths that happened Aww. this week. Just yeah. And Pop Smoke really was sad. 20. 20 years. He didn't even old. make it to the legal age. A kid, kid in his own home. Yeah. They say it was a setup, too. That's the story. It sounds like, like it yeah. was, yeah. But there it is. I hate to end it on a sad note, but just had to acknowledge those two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's going to do it for Not Another Damn Podcast. Yes. Appreciate each and every one of you supporting us. Mm-hmm. You want to support us further, like our Facebook fan page, mm-hmm. Not Another Damn Podcast. Do that. Also, subscribe, share, rate, review all over the damn place. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, SoundCloud, iHeart, TLC Talk Radio. What's good, Tasha? Hey, Tasha. Tasha will be back on the podcast soon. Stay Yay. tuned. Yeah. <laughs> also, you can check us out on your Amazon Alexa devices. And you can get us on YouTube. Audio only now. Video coming soon. Meaning eventually. <laughs> and follow me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook as well. You can also follow um, OzRadio.net. That's where you can get um, your 90s. You can get your current hits on OzRadio.net. That's a work in progress just like the YouTube page. And OzRadio.net, the bomb for the 90s and 2K classic. Ask, send me the um, DM and I'll send you the link for that one. And you can check me out, M-S-I-M-A-H-626 on Instagram and on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Also, S-C-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter. Yep. S-C-R-8-G-U-L-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Also, please like the Straight Gully Facebook fan page. Check out straightgully.com for your blogs and your vlogs. And for your video production needs, check out straightgullyproductions.com. There it is. I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.